Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penklis and joining me as always, Michael Corbin. Michael, good evening. Emmanuel, how are you? It's been a... Uh... I'm injury free. I'm injury free. You're injury free. Your team <laughs> Which is, is not. More than we can say. Either I'm, is my I, team. I'm hanging out for the call. I'm hanging out for the call. I don't know what position I can play, but I'm available if they need me. Yeah. Uh really rough weekend in terms of injuries for both of our clubs. Yeah, I know. Uh and probably the saddest one of all is Brett Morris, who this was his last year in the NRL. He made that pretty clear. This is going to be his last year in the NRL. 78th minute of the Roosters game. They're up 34 to f- 32 to 4 at this point in the game. And he gets tackled over the sideline and tears his ACL. Which is just, it's so heartbreaking considering the circumstances, considering how well he has been playing this year and last year. And yeah, it's just going to be a really sad end to a career. Someone, do you need Do you need tissues? I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I I got rid of them on the weekend. I used them on the weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, if you saw the scenes in the sheds afterwards, you'd, you'd have uh, a bit of a tear. No, it as was well. very sad. No Morris, one, no the one wants to brothers see, hugging each other. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to see players get injured, but to see that happen. He, we were talking about him potentially breaking records a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We were talking about him chasing, was it uh, Steve Menzies? Or, yep. or had he equaled? And just to see it end like that, no one gets their fairy tale. As um, Robbo so aptly put it. As Robbo put it, unless, you know, your surname's Cronk S- or, or Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so, some, some or, or Lottie Takiri. <laughs> some do. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Really, really tough end, and really, Brett Morris is... We never got to see Ken Irvine, right? Yeah. And he's regarded as the greatest winger of all time, obviously the leader in Lead try scoring, scoring, right? 212 tries over like 180 games or something yep. like that. for Ridiculous. the North Sydney Bears. North Sydney, yeah. Ridiculous record, right? But Brett Morris is probably the greatest winger of our generation. Right? I, I can't think of anyone who has been so dominant for such a long period of time, and really changed the way players finish tries on that wing now. Like, yeah. He is... But tough as well, Michael. Insanely tough. He was Not quick. just the finish. Like, how many origins did you just see him always put his body on the line, chase whatever was needed? Exactly. It's a sad end, but the Roosters have plans for him, apparently. Yeah, so... he, he will step into a coaching role, apparently, at the Roosters, which is what a lot of players seem to do yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just wanted to shout out one of the greatest wingers we've probably ever seen, one of them, one of the greatest wingers we will ever see, uh, finishes fourth all time in try scoring behind Ken Irvine, as we just mentioned, uh, Billy Slater and Steve Menzies. Yep. 181 tries over 276 first grade games, had a 15 year career, started in 2006 for the Dragons, won two premierships, one in 2010 
and then one in 2019. So really great career, represented Australia, represented the New South Wales, and yeah, just incredible career. And player's going to be really missed. Yeah. It's a lot to absorb. It's it's just you never want like injury. It's it's been a really bad week for injuries for our clubs, as you said. And yeah. um, no one like as Robbo said, no one gets their fairy tale. But uh, he's got an incredible highlights reel. So um, I'm sure we'll look back on them yeah, with not, fond memories. Yeah, none more than that 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 bomb that he took, and his body get taken. There's a one he was playing for drag. I think it was against the Bulldogs. Where his legs get taken out from underneath him, he's in the air yeah. and he plants a ball yes, yes, like yes. right on the sideline, amazing, right in the end goal. It was incredible, like one of one of the best finishes ever. Yeah. So yeah, uh, well done, Moz, and yeah, we'll we'll hear from. I'm sure. I, apparently, he's gonna do a press conference after his surgery. I believe once he's all healed up and whatnot, like. Yeah. Once he once he gets through this, he'll do a press conference announcing his retirement. Apparently, that's the plan. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll run through uh, the bunnies' injury woes when we do team lists. Yeah. But the big story this week, Michael, has been this. Uh, apparently, it's been presented to some NRL clubs, not all NRL clubs. Um, this concept of a conference system: the NRL going from sixteen teams to eighteen teams, divided into nine teams in each conference. You've got the Sydney teams uh, being Souths, Roosters, Dragons, Sharks, Manly, Bulldogs, Panthers, Tigers, and Eels. They are one conference. And then the other seven teams that exist at the moment in a separate conference, along with a new team in Brisbane set to come in uh, 2023, 2023, I believe, with an announcement in the next few months, and an additional team likely in New Zealand. Um so basically, the way it works is we have two conferences and you play the teams in your own conference twice. You play the teams in the other conference once. If Souths were to play Brisbane uh, at Stadium Australia this year, they would then play Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium next year. Um, then each team, each conference has its own top five. Uh, there's a grand final for the Sydney teams, a grand final for the non-Sydney teams. The winner of each plays in the Super Bowl. What do you reckon? First of all, I don't want to hear this grand... I, I hate the idea. First of all, I hate the idea. I don't want to hear this grand final in the Sydney Conference, grand final in the uh, non-Sydney Conference, right? Yeah. It doesn't work like that. I'm a big fan of American sports. Yeah. Let me tell you right now, no one gives a shit if you win the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference in the NBA or the AFC in the NFC in the NFL. You want to win the Super Bowl. It's not a grand final. It's a glorified semi-final. Right, they've just put another name to it. So the whole oh, you don't, you won't get yeah, uh, you'll get your Sydney Grand Final, South versus Roosters in the Grand Final. You're just getting the Sydney Conference. It doesn't count. Doesn't count. So you lose the aspect of seeing Grand Finals that we so wanted to see for so long, or even rivalries, things like Melbourne and Brisbane, things like Eels versus Parramatta or Eel, uh, Eels versus Manly, Eels versus Bulldogs. You don't get to see those Grand Finals anymore if this conference system comes in. Right, I the one thing I do like is you get a proper schedule that, as Nick Politis so aptly put it, isn't a TV schedule. Uh, I, I think I, th- I think that's I think that's the the one benefit. The rest of it I don't love. I I don't understand why we can't just have the conference system for the draw, but then go back in 
to a condensed final series of the top eight. Yeah. So f- the way it's proposed is that we're going to have a top five, which means 10 out of the 18 teams are going to play finals, which rewards mediocrity. And yep. there have already been discussions in the past about making it a top 10 just so more teams play, and I don't think that would work either. But if we have a look at the top eight this week, okay, and split the conferences in half, the Sydney conference would be Penrith, Para, Souths, Roosters, first, second, third, and fourth, and St. George, who are currently sitting in sixth. Okay, the non-Sydney conference, you'd have Melbourne, who are currently sitting fifth, the Warriors at seventh, the Titans at eighth, Canberra at ninth and Newcastle at 11th. Newcastle, that is sitting in 11th place, would make this. Why? Why? Yeah, they they have agree. a three and six record. I agree. But why would you make it a top four in each then? I agree. I, the reason why they wanted to do top five is it gives you an extra week of finals. That's the reason. More finals games mean more revenue because finals games are the ones where you get the most eyes on TVs. Yeah. And. It's what you can sell to the broadcast. You get the extra this, week of finals anyway because you're having three grand finals. You're going to have two grand finals. You're going to have each conference's grand final playing in the penultimate week and then the big grand final the week after. So you get the extra week anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I look. Like I said, I don't like this system. The One of the reasons why it works in, the, in, in America is these clubs are bankrolled by billionaires. Yeah. These teams are worth billions of dollars and there's plenty of money to go around. The NRL doesn't have that. Half the teams in the NRL can't support themselves at the moment. And, yeah, I just I don't see it working. Yeah. We're keen to hear what you think about this. HowGoodIsRugbyLeague at gmail.com. Twitter at HowGoodIsRL. And on Instagram at HowGoodIsRugbyLeague. I, I just think it... I like the idea of cleaning up the draw. The draw is ridiculous. The draw is the draw is stupid. So often you see all the top teams from last year having to play each other multiple times and the well, bottom teams getting easy schedules. Or Brisbane getting every Friday night game because it's... Penrith Brisbane. have played Manly twice yeah, already in, this in, season. Yeah, and uh, I believe Eels and Dragons have already played... Or they, they play each other, they've played each other multiple times or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, the, draw, the draw's a mess. Eels and... Uh, it was, uh, um, Broncos and Titans played each other twice too. Yes, exactly. The draw, the draw has been a mess for a long time, and it needs fixing. And yeah, I. Other than that, the the conference system, I don't think it'll work. There was also Buzz offered up a relegation system, which is stupid because that means you're bringing in two more teams that you need to fill rosters on, which the conference system proposes, but then you're relegating teams. Once a team is relegated, they're going to make money. No one's going to go to those teams to play. Everyone's going to move away from those teams. It's all. It's not, it's, yeah. it's not like the UK Premier League where, again, all these clubs are bankrolled by rich uh, rich billionaires and there's no, like... Like, in, in, in England, for example, each, each little, like, county has their own club and... Teams die for those counties, right? Yeah. Those clubs. It doesn't happen here. Yeah. The the fan the fandom isn't as big here. It's all very well to suggest that the Bulldogs and Tigers go in a lower division, as he did. But what happens? Imagine the reaction if Souths or the Roosters had one off year. Think of twenty sixteen, okay? The Roosters ran second last. Yep. Or la- uh No, we fin- we ended up finishing a bit higher. Bit higher. Yeah. Okay. But that year, because of Mitchell Pearce, you guys ran a, ran aground. Yep. Okay. Imagine if you got relegated for that. I know. 
Imagine, like, it's alright to suggest two teams are struggling at the moment. The Bulldogs are one of the biggest clubs in Sydney in terms of supporter base and money. Yeah, you, you can't, can't just can't, drop them because it's convenient. Exactly. It's, it's not going to work. I, I think we need to stop looking at other systems around the world that work because they have a lot more money pouring into them than we do. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's, that's the reality that we live in at the moment. Before we get to... Uh, Team lists and tipping. I just wanted to check in on the on this ladder, Michael, yep. because it is chaos. It is the top five and the rest. It's look at look at the look at the point differential. I, I looked at today. The point differential of the top five teams compared to the rest of the league is ridiculous. Yeah, you got Penrith, Para, Souths, Roosters, and Melbourne. Okay. Now, Penrith are in a league of their own on defence. They've conceded 60 points after eight games. Yeah. So they're set to concede less than 200 over the course of the season. They'd probably be a bit affected by origin, but, you know, most the same. But the, the top five teams have all scored uh, well over 200 points, so between 212 and 242. Um, Souths, Para, the Roosters, and the Storm have conceded between 100 and 125 points, Okay. The next team on the ladder after those five is St. George, with a four and against a four. Four. Yeah. Every other team and is negative. And they're also two games behind. They're two games behind. St. George um, St. George, and the Warriors are sitting on four and four. And then you've got a backlog of teams, the Titans, Canberra, Manly, Newcastle, and the Cowboys that are three and five. It's, it's just, it's so lopsided, and we're going to find two more teams to pluck out of nowhere and then reward Newcastle with a for and against of negative 67 with a final spot in the non-Sydney conference. Yeah, it's, it's... The salary cap was brought in to level out the playing field, and it's not doing that because the good teams are finding new Don't players. Don't have salary caps. <laughs> You're saying your team doesn't have a salary cap? My team has a salary cap. <laughs> why we're losing our captain. Um, look, yeah, the good teams find a way to develop players, bring in younger players because teams want to play for them. And uh, teams like now, the Broncos, are losing all the young guns. Yeah. And are kicking up a fit about it, even though they've stolen plenty of talent over the years. Yeah, their problem is they can't attract it at the moment. They can't attract it at the moment. And uh, because it's inconvenient to them, now they're kicking up a stink. I just, want to, I just want to bring light to that. Yep. <laughs> no, I agree. Okay, so let's do uh, team lists for the week. But Should we go through? Before we do, let's just... Ladder? Yeah, have a look at the tipping ladder. Yeah. Um, so I will just get that up here. I believe there was only one seven. The highest score was seven out of eight this week. It was. And it was by the last place in our tipping comp. Last place, Will Casamatis finally yeah. stepped up to the ring. Yeah. Um, after my shout-out last week. So <laughs> he's now only two behind second last. So yeah. well done to him. Um, but the top, top of the uh, tipping comp, there was only one significant drop. Paul S. dropped out into 11th spot, which pushed pretty much everyone up. Uh, Jimmy Stav has also pushed himself into outright second after Alexander B. had a shaky week. Nick Satur is still leading the pack. Uh, I'm in fourth, and then there's a backlog between fifth and ninth, which includes you yourself. Yeah. Uh, this week, though, is a tough week in tipping. So... I think we're going to see a bit of movement. We're going to see a bit of breaking apart in the tipping ladder here. We'll see what happens. But I'm excited. I think this is where the competition starts to get uh, 
bit funky and heading into Origin as well. That's where, you know, that's where we start to see people rise and fall a bit. Shall we do round nine team lists? Let's get into it. Okay, so Thursday night, Souths play Melbourne. And they played each other in round one, as you'll recall. Uh, Souths have had surgery done on their back line, uh, given Reynolds is out, is avoiding surgery himself, but it is yep. likely to be at least two weeks on the sidelines. Yep. Um, Campbell Graham's also out, and Cam Murray is out in the forwards too. So Johnson's moved to fullback, Cody Walker and Benji Marshall in the halves. Dane Gagai is playing centre with Braden Burns, who is, hasn't played first grade for a very long time. Yeah. Stephen Masters on the wing with Tane Milne. Uh, in the forwards, um, Jai Arrow is starting. And Cam Murray, yep. Without Cam Murray there. And then um, Jed Cartwright has come onto the extended bench. Yeah, Jackson Paul also missing with an injury as well. Yeah, he got injured too. So it's... Um, Bit of a shake. Latrell's still out another two <laughs> weeks, I believe. So... Yeah. It's tough, tough in the It's a back stretch. Lines. It's a real three, stretch at the moment. Three starters missing for the, uh, four starters missing in the back line for Souths. Yeah. Melbourne. We're up against a Melbourne t- team that's sort of humming along nicely. Pappenhausen is still not there, but Big Nelson is named on the bench. Um, and George Jennings has been named to return from a head knock. Yeah. Uh, Harry Grant starting. He started last week, but he's named at number nine this week. Yep. Uh, Brandon Smith to lock is an interesting choice. It is. Uh, normally that's for Nukin or Sofa Solomona. So we'll, I want to see, will Grant play the 80? Uh, will Brandon Smith give him a bit of a spell there? Who knows what's going to happen? be interesting to see what Melbourne's rotation is now that their forward pack is basically fully fit. Yeah, so you imagine that... Nelson will come on and Harry might come off for a bit and Brandon will move to hooker. Uh, yeah, maybe. something like that. Maybe. We'll so see. Bellamy's still trying to work it out. He's got the luxury there. Yeah. Um, this and game's... Jer- at, sorry. Again, Jerome Hughes has been... Incredible. Awesome. Incredible. So good. Uh, there's really good footage I just watched before. Uh, Cameron Munster's kicking. Uh, his goal kicking was pretty crappy last week, to say the least. And uh, Craig if, Bellamy... If Cameron, if Cameron <laughs> Munster hit all his goals last week, uh, the Sharks would have been knocked out of contention to win the grand final. That's how ah, bad Ah, yes. <laughs> but, so there's a great video. I think Wide World of Sports has mashed it up of Bellamy's reaction to Munster's goal kicking. Quite entertaining, <laughs> if you can find it. This game's in Sydney. Uh, Melbourne blitzed us in the opening 40 minutes of uh, the round one encounter. I would have tipped Souths, looking for eight in a row. Just got too much talent on the sidelines. Um, I have to... I, 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 I ha- I'm going with Melbourne. Yeah, I think fully fit, it'd be a really, really, really difficult tip. I'd, I'd almost lean Souths. I'm not sure about Melbourne's defence, but the fact that you're missing Reynolds, you still got no Luttrell, and half your back line's out. Cam Murray's also a huge part. Let's Damien Cook do what he does with all his quick paper balls. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Melbourne here. Um, I don't even know who's going to goal kick. For you? Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. I, Johnson, maybe? I don't Colin know. Colin Matungi? No, uh, Gagai. It'll be Gagai. <laughs> yeah, Gagai. It'll be Gagai. Gagai. But yeah, that would have been a really good game, but uh, alas, Unfortun- not to be. Yeah, unfortunately, unlucky for Souths, I think it'll be. Uh, next game, we have uh, probably the easiest tip of the round is the Panthers versus the Sharks. Uh, Six o'clock. Friday afternoon. Yep. 
at Bluebet Stadium. Uh, Catewell has been named and will need to prove himself before returning. Uh, Liam Martin could come in and play that role, so we'll see what happens there. Jesse Ramian returns after being ruled out of the Melbourne game. And um, Hamlin Ueli is set to miss eight weeks with a syndesmosis. Isn't that trendy at the moment? Mm. Um, which is a bit of a blow to Cronulla. Fafita has failed um, to win a recall, though, having completed a three-week suspension for a crusher tackle in reserve grade. Yeah. Moylan, with his quad, which has troubled him for a while, remains on the extended bench while uh, Ronaldo Mulatalo has had his return pushed back at least a week. This one is easy for me, as it is for you. Penrith looking for... I think nine? it's 20, 20 nine. yeah, it's nine in a row. Oh, they haven't lost, so it's nine in a row. Uh, and I think it's 26 out of their last 27, with that one loss being... The big loss. The big loss. The, the, yeah, one, the one, one you want to win. The one you want to win. win. So, yeah, yeah uh, unlucky for Penrith on that one, but they should do this pretty easily. They make it look easy. I watched that Penrith-Manly game. Manly were unlucky with their calls, but they just... Ugh. There's... And like I've seen, I've watched a lot of Penrith this year just because I find them so entertaining to watch. Every time you watch them, you just think, yeah, they're gonna win. Like yeah. every every indication they give you is, even if they're behind, they've got enough talent that someone's just gonna pull something out of their ass. Yeah, and uh, you know, find some way to score. Uh, Brian Toto is uh, leading the race to be one of the New South Wales wingers at the moment. He is leading the league in. Uh, line breaks, try, uh, tackle breaks, and meters gained per game from the wing. Uh, incredible effort by him. So, yeah, he's he's killing it. And Jerome Luai is leading the league in try assists. Yeah, so. and I just don't know who's going to beat them. Over. They're going to have to... They're probably... They, the thing is, like, they're also... They're, there's only one player missing, really, from their uh, top 17, and it's Paul Momorowski, who at this point, might be struggling to find a spot in this team next week because Matt Burton's made that centre spot his own. Yeah. It's such a luxury to have that, isn't it? Like, like what are you going to do? Like, this team is stacked. They're fully fit. They're fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. I, and all these, all the other top sides are struggling at a, a moment, yeah, a moment of like I, or The ones that could all threaten them are just going to withdraw from the race just because they, they don't have the players to fill. I mean... Exactly. Roosters have really good stocks, but I just can't see them getting there. Look, Parramatta are probably the ones with most players on the field, but I just don't think they can match it. Souths probably could match it, but won't be able to get their team. I think and, the one team is Melbourne. Yeah. If Melbourne's full, and look, we saw them early in the season, but there was no Cleary, there was no Pappenhausen. It was a great game. I want to see these two teams go at each other fully fit. Yeah, and yeah, I think Melbourne's draw for the next five weeks is South St George, Canberra, Brisbane, Gold Coast. So, yeah. there's going to be movement in the top four. Yeah, I agree. All right. This is... Uh, Another one. Yeah. Another tricky one. Another really good game. Uh, Friday night football at Bankwest Stadium. We have the Eels versus the Roosters. Yeah, I, uh, Look, the Roosters' back line is uh, bolstered by the fact that James Tedesco is back. Uh, we lose Lindsay Collins, but Takiaho comes back into the starting side. Uh, Lachlan Lamb is on the extended bench, which will be interesting to see if he comes in, because I think Drew Hutchinson's actually played pretty well outside of uh, Sam Walker, who, incidentally, is leading... Is, I said John Luai is uh, first in try assists in the league, and first in line break assists in the league. 
He's played all eight games. Sam Walker is second in both and has only played five. Harbour Bridge passes everywhere. They're working. They are working. <laughs> they are working. Uh, so, yeah, I, I thought Eels, Nathan Brown is a loss, I think. Um, but I think they're too healthy to tip against them. Yeah. I, I, I think I, th- I think that's the, I think that's the right call. Well, so Bank West is a bit of a fortress for them. Like at home, I think it'll help them. But yeah, I just I think I I think that um the Roosters will make them work for it. They will. But I don't think this will be a pushover game. And Roosters Roosters have had Parramatta's number over like the last ten years. I don't think Parramatta have beat us in a very long time. Yeah. Well, so Reid Marnie, I think we just have. Too much space. Um, their spine is just—it's yeah, just really—it's just humming. They're humming along really well. Yeah. Um, and I, with uh, Brett Morris out, it's probably one of your bigger threats um, in the in the backs. So Ikevalu is going up against Sebo, which yeah. is going to be a tough challenge for yeah. you because Sebo is just Ikevalu is is come along and he's a, a serviceable winger, but he doesn't have the size to compete with Sebo, unfortunately. Um, Good to see Ryan Madison back out there last week too. Yep, Uh, back from concussion after that long stint on the sideline. Yeah, uh, look. uh, Also, Sam Verrill's out for the Roosters with a partially uh, detached retina. So, like, just injuries piling up for the Roosters. Yeah. Um, Yeah, unfortunate for us. Uh, No hooker. But, yeah, it's going to be... I'm tipping eels. I don't like tipping against us, but... When we have these injuries like that, I just can't. I can't. There's there's too many names out. Too many big names out. Yeah. Well, good luck tipping this one. Saturday afternoon, we're in Wagga Wagga for the Raiders and the Knights. Um, both last start losers against our clubs. Uh, Papali makes a welcome return from a week off to refresh mentally. Uh, with veteran Ryan James dropping out of the squad, George Williams is also back after being a late scratching last week. He's obviously had those discussions during the week about uh, being homesick, so watch this space. Sebastian Chris has been named in the centres despite fears he had suffered a syndesmosis injury. For um, Newcastle, last week's 18th man, Phoenix Crossland, has been tapped to replace Blake Green, who suffered a rib injury against the Roosters. Heimel Hunt resumes on the wing with Toa dropping on the reserves. Uh, Fitzgibbon and Tex Hoy have been named to make their returns from injury. Um, and Edric Lee is another week away. Who you got? Um, I am not tipping a team that let a try in with 11 men on the field. <laughs> the Knights were shocking. Like, they were terrible. Their only point of attack was pass the ball to Caelan Ponga and let him do something. Which doesn't work if everyone knows that's what your plan is. Right? What's they, happened there? Well, like, uh, what's happened to Newcastle? They, they honestly, got the new on, coach. I, I, didn't, I didn't think Mitchell Pearce was that big a difference to them. Like, Roosters are missing their two best players last week. They were missing Tedesco and Kiri, and were the far superior side to Newcastle. We are only missing one player. We've got one injury at the moment, which is Mitchell Pearce. Right? They've got Blake Green out as well this week. But I just, this, this team just has nothing in attack. And if their middle isn't getting over the advantage line, which they struggle to do against teams that are good on defense, or good on defense, they have nothing. They have absolutely nothing. And Canberra is strong up the middle. Canberra were good against South. I don't think they're a yeah, bad they were. team. They were good. They were very physical in yeah. that first like in that first half an hour of the game. 
they were pushing South around, and I think it rattled you for the first half an hour of the game. Tipping Canberra. Canberra's, Canberra's shown more signs of life than Newcastle have. Newcastle have lost five of their last six, I believe, after starting... No, yeah, five of the last six after winning the first two games of the season. Yeah. Well, Canberra have lost four in a row, so not much better. But back Canberra to get out of it. Yeah, Newcastle, I, like, they made the finals last year. I thought they'd be going up this year. Disappointing. Yeah, they're just... Really bad effort from the, on the yeah. weekend. Really, really poor effort. So, yeah, I'm, I'm tipping Canberra on that one. Okay, um... Saturday afternoon, the Tigers host the Titans at Campbelltown Stadium. Now, I'm ruling a pencil in tipping the Gold Coast for a while because I don't know... Yeah, look at that smile on your face. I know what this is about. Is this about my tip? Yeah, well, look, I've noticed what you've done the last few weeks, actually. What? You've changed your tip to not be different to mine the last few weeks. No, I didn't change my tip. I, I said last week... That I I'm you tipping tip the Dragons. I, tip, I said you I was going to tip. You tipped the Tigers. That was our only difference last week. No, I said I was going to tip St George, but I think the Tigers could win. I thought you tipped the Tigers. Uh, let's go back and listen. Yeah, no, okay. Play. So Tigers host the Titans. Titans were just what happened there? What happened with them? How how do you give that up? It's the Broncos. Yeah, uh, look. This is after giving up the yeah. lead against Souths and after being walloped by Manly the week before that. This is a team that's meant to be like on the up. They brought in Fafita. They brought in Tino. They're very inconsistent. They they're, can't defend. They, can't. they don't want to defend. They, they want to give defend. the big kid from the under eight the ball to score all the tries. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> look, that's Tino, actually what Tino, it is. Tino is going to help him. I think he's uh, enforcer of the middle and he's solid in defense, but. Can you tip the Tigers, though? Like, how do you know what team you're going to get on the paddock? I'm tipping the Tigers because no James Roberts. Zach Cheney, Cheney? enjoyed yeah. a fine debut and has retained his spot. Tommy Talao's out suspended and Moses Embiers in the centres. Um, as you said, Tino returns from his shoulder charge band. Fotu Aika drops back to the interchange. Corey Thompson is set to miss eight weeks. There's this word again, syndesmosis injury. And um, Bo Firma comes in, Philip Sammy moves to the wing. Isan Masters has been named among the reserves. Um, late, and Jolliff is on the interchange. Late transfer, indeed. Yeah. Um, Corey Thompson's been my favourite Gold Coast player. They all miss him. He's also up against, it would have been his old club he was up yeah. against, so he would have had a big game. I'm going the Tigers. Going the Titans. Okay. I. I... I have no idea what I'm going to get out of this Tigers team. They can be the worst. They can look like the worst team in the competition. And then... Oh, Are you not tra- describing the Titans as well? I, I, I think the Titans have decent attack. I think the Tigers can get in a hole. It showed in that score. Manly game. <laughs> they put 30 on you. They put th- <laughs> Sure, they put 30 on us and they still can't lost. Defend. They can't defend. They can't defend. They can't I defend. Agree. Mind you, the Tigers aren't a team known for attacking prowess. Exactly. I just... I'm. I think. I think the Titans will win. I think they've got more talent on the park than the Tigers do, and that's why I'm still sticking with them. Saturday night, the Cowboys host the Broncos. What a Queensland derby! Not on Channel Nine. Are we okay? Mm. Jake Clifford returns in number seven. Hampton's missing due to injury. Um, they lost to the Warriors last week when um, they played, and De- Justin O'Neill is out for that game is out from that game, replaced by David Bowen. Mitchell Dunn returns from suspension on the reserves list, and Tabuai Fido is still missing with a leg injury. 
No changes to the 17 for Brisbane, Tyson Gamble and Milford in the halves, and will be looking to repeat um, their success against the Titans, against the others, the Cowboys. Katoni Stags is possibly a week away. I'm going Brisbane. I'm also going Brisbane. Um, Tyson Gamble really did a good job of just controlling the field and letting Milford do what he does best, which is just run and like make, you know, do Milford things, right? Gamble was the organiser, which is what you want out of a half. And I don't think he, Milford's had that for a while in Brisbane since probably Ben Hunt left. Um, Davida Pangai Jr. did an excellent job on David Fafita. And he was one of the big reasons why they were so close in that game against Penrith as well. He's actually having a really decent season and seems like he's taken that mongrel out of his game where, you know, he'd give away stupid penalties. I'm not saying it won't happen, but uh, he's... Hopefully he's managing it better. Yeah, I, th- I think he, I think he's had a bit of a reality check over, especially what happened last year. And he's taken a bit of a dirty out of his game. It's playing some pretty good football. Um... The back line's looking a lot better now as well. Osaka had a really good game on the weekend. Amazing. He was really good. Um, Ben Hampton's out for the Cowboys. He's been their halfback the last few weeks. And one of the reasons why why they were winning, he was was really good there, surprisingly, considering he's almost played every position on the park. Um, Tamalolo still hasn't got a win this year. It's not happening this week. I I don't think it'll happen this week either. Um, interesting game though. Really, like it, it was a tough one to tip, uh, but I think Brisbane again. Brisbane have more talent, and that's why I'm siding with them. Yeah, it actually looks more exciting. Yeah. Um. So let's see what happens there. Sunday. Um. Sunday afternoon, Manly host the Warriors at Lotto Land. I thought they were brave. Against um, Penrith, Penrith too good in the end. They, I, Manly had some unlucky calls. Yeah. Um, if there was a team that I actually thought could have beaten Penrith, it was Hasler's team. Just thought he had some trick in his sleeve, but <laughs> um, it was not to be. So Aloy and Tapao both out. Kepi moves to the front row, and Ola Kawatu goes. Ola Kawatu goes from the interchange into the second row. Aloy could be out for as many as twelve weeks, mm. which is huge. Um, while Tapao suffered a head knock last week. Sully is named to return from a back injury, and George Tafua is on the reserves list. For the Warriors, uh, Ben murdoch Nasilla hasn't been named after a head knock last week. Katoa is returning in the second row. Um, Chanel Harris-Tavita has been named on the reserve list um, after being out due to a foot injury. Oh, it's a tricky one. Reese Walsh is awesome. Yeah. If you haven't watched Reese Walsh play football... He is fantastic. Um, really entertaining to watch and will be a great fullback next year. At the moment, though, you want your best player at the, at his best position, and that's Roger Tulvasa-Shek, a fullback. Um, but he's doing a good job in the halves. It's going to be interesting to see if uh, Harris Tavita comes into his side where he plays because those two together, uh, Nick Arima and Tavita, Harris, uh, and Reese Walsh, did a good job last week. Um the two props out for Manly is a big loss. Huge. Big loss. They're actually starting to look good as well. Yeah. I Look, they they put more points up against Melbourne than any other team has this week, this year. Uh, against Penrith than any other team has this year. Um, going Manly, unconvincingly. I just think 
Home ground advantage is what's doing it for me, really. Yeah, it's I not d- much, but I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know. There's, there's a bit more strike power. Yeah, I think I, Tom. Tom's been fantastic. Yeah, like he's he's changed. He's turned this team around completely, and yeah. he was again one of their best on the weekend. So. I'm, yeah, I'm tipping Manly. It's unconvincing. Again, like I said, this round is hard. There's a lot of question marks, and you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't begrudge anyone for tipping the tight end of the Warriors in that game. Yeah. Now, Sunday afternoon, four o'clock, the Mother's Day Classic. Um, Dragons host the Bulldogs in their traditional Mother's Day game. Tyrrell Fumiano has been named in the centres um, to replace Lomax. Uh, Cody Ramsey has been named despite his re- injury last week. Um, DWZ is back at fullback with for the Bulldogs with Nick Meany moving to the wing in a swap. Nup has been named despite his shoulder injury last weekend. Atoni um, and Siu Manufagai are named as potential backups. Lachlan Lewis is on the reserves list. I'm going Dragons. I'm going, like, dogs were... They were just. Uh, yeah. They're in different. There was there was one set, and I, I tweeted this out as well. There was one set, very first set of the second half, where Parramatta just went pass from dummy half to forward, hit up. Pass from dummy half to forward, hit up. They were five times in a row from the kick from the start of the second half. They went seventy five meters and scored in that set. Yeah. Off a kick. Yeah. It was one of the worst. There was nothing. Nothing exciting about the attack. It was just forwards going straight up the middle. Bulldogs had nothing. Yeah, I think... Absolutely nothing. I think Gus tweeted that Parra was like at 60% in second gear. Yeah, it was... They were were woeful. Which is a shame. I thought they would have put in more after their win uh, the previous week, but... The the Dragons have now lost three in a row. Yeah. They haven't looked good either. No. After all their fans were buying grand final tickets. Yeah. Um, and this is normally the time of the year where they start to lose games to teams that they should beat. They're not losing this one. I don't think they're losing this one. Uh, they can't lose this one. <laughs> Surely. I'm tipping the Dragons. <laughs> I'm just... I'll do what you did last week. I'm tipping the Dragons. But you wouldn't be surprised if the Bulldogs win. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulldogs win. Yeah. Uh, Josh McGuire is another player who is yet to win a game this season. Well, there you go. He started 4-0 with the Cowboys, came over to... Uh, 4, yeah, 4-0 with the Cowboys, came over... 5-0 with the Cowboys, came over to Dragons and lost his last three. So he has not won a game all season. Um, also, can I just say, Channel 9 must hate this at the moment. Their last three Sunday afternoon games... Terrible. ...have been Bulldogs versus Cowboys, Dragons versus Tigers, and now Dragons versus Bulldogs. It's not good, is it? <laughs> It's really, yeah, it's really not what you want. Yeah. It's well, a few weeks ago. Oh, luckily, was... the Broncos put in that good performance, yeah. but Brisbane versus Penrith is, is not that exciting either. No. Um, anyway. All right. Let's yeah. just run through them again to wrap things up. Yeah. So, we've gone the Storm over Souths. We've gone Penrith over Cronulla. We've gone Parramatta over the Roosters. We've gone the Raiders over the Knights. I've gone the Tigers and you've gone the Titans. We've both gone the Broncos over the Cowboys. We've both gone Manly over the Warriors. And we've both gone the Dragons, although you're doing it with your qualifier. (laughs) So... I'm tipping the Dragons, but I just... Just wouldn't surprise me. Bulldogs, Bulldogs seem to beat the Dragons... 
Yeah. One day shouldn't. Remember that game a couple of years ago where Dragons needed the win against the Dogs? It was the last game of the round. Yeah. The last game of the season. Dragons needed the win to make the eight. The Bullocks pumped them. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it happens. But they're not playing for their final spot. So, no, 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 no. Okay, Michael. Yes. What do you reckon's a good score in tipping this week? Four? No, no, no. You should be getting five. I try. I, I try never to get lower than four, and I've been successful the last couple of years in doing that. Five is a good round. I think. I think you're going to get. You're not going to get all of these wrong. Yeah. I think five's a good round. <laughs> You're not going to get all these wrong. If we, we're we talking next week about getting zero out of eight, we should probably retire from podcasting. Yeah, then the Sharks have had a really good week. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough week of tipping. It should be interesting. We'll see what some people do. Let's reconvene next week. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, next week, it's round 10. Yeah. Origin's in like two and a half weeks. Should we do Origin teams? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. So we'll do Origin Teams next week as well. Um, Again, as always, please rate, review, subscribe, follow us on all the socials. Um, And that is it. One more thing, Emmanuel. How good is Rugby League? How good is Rugby League? Thanks, guys.